Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Watch No Evil. This is Zach. And this is Matt. And this week, we watched Toxic Shark, a 2017 film. <laughs> what? I was just I'm already excited about talking oh, about okay. Toxic Shark. <laughs> it's a 2017 film about a tropical island fitness retreat that goes terribly wrong when a shark with supernatural powers crashes the party. We follow Sam and Eden and their friends. Uh, Sam and Eden are recent exes who end up relying on each other to survive the terror that is the toxic shark. So it's not even a B film, right? This is just one that we found and we're like, this sounds like it's some terrible fun that we can just kind of like rip into, right? Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) It's bad. It's set in Costa Rica, which like at least they didn't like completely make up like some island, you know, that was like fake, I guess. I don't know if that's more creative or less creative. I mean, it's definitely less creative, but like, I don't know. It seems to have more credence to it. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. They they very much tried to make this seem like a realistic scenario. (laughs) The justification of like why the shark is able to spray toxic goo and zombify people is because we've polluted water. (laughs) Yeah. The (laughs) levels of arsenic cause the shark to be toxic and that's why everyone turns into a zombie because the number one rule of arsenic poisoning is confusion and it's like it's not the type of confusion yeah it's also like what what is uh it's not zombie confusion (laughs) it's it's like at some point we were watching this and i was like would have made much more sense if it was mercury because like one like seafood and like fish contain like a base level of mercury in their systems right it's why you can't know, eat too much mahi-mahi. Right, you get mercury poisoning. And, like, mercury is known, like, think the Mad Hatter, you know? That's the, mm-hmm. the, in Alice in Wonderland, that's, like, the whole... They used to use mer- mercury to, like, polish their top hats, and that's why yeah. Mad Hatter was mad. And he also ate people. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> I must have missed that part. But then there is the thing at the end, like, oh, it's got to be flammable or, you know, highly combustible or whatever, and mm-hmm. ars- arsenic it just doesn't make any sense like these people if these people have arsenic poisoning they'd just be dead they wouldn't be zombified or crazy or flesh eating or whatever it is that they're trying to portray uh so it's just kind of like one of those things where you have to suspend disbelief to a bit of an extreme i feel like it would have been better off if they'd just been like yes there's some poison in the water we don't like some chemical compound that makes people do this or you know it's something that would have provided a little more more mystery rather than like science (laughs) They went with arsenic instead of just radioactive waste. And yeah. honestly, radioactive waste would have made more sense. For sure. For Which sure. Is so sad. <laughs> <laughs> to say well, out loud. That's kind of like in pop culture, it's kind of become like the catch-all for like, how how do we explain the unexplainable toxic waste? Like, how did the Hulk get his superpowers? Like, not toxic waste, but gamma radiation. It's just like basically like radioactive shit so i i just the, the thing that cracks me up is the line that eden says like and she, she's kind of like played up to be like the brainy character because she has a degree in what is it that she has a degree in environmental, environmental studies <laughs> yeah it's like okay and so she says all those years of polluting the ocean now it's come back to bite us literally <laughs> it's like she might as well just looked into the camera and yeah. said that it's just i don't know if that was meant to be funny or if it was meant to be like this moment of like, oh my God, this is about polluting the oceans. And you, you know how we like to get into like the deeper meaning of things, but this is... There's no deeper <laughs> meaning. It's like they, they straight up brought it to the surface. Yeah, and, it's on the surface of this movie. And it's like they didn't didn't really try that hard either. I, well, they gave every character in this film a, a deus ex moment. 
Zane is a cableman who can repair telephone cables. So they're like, oh, that cable that cut off the communication to the mainland washed up on shore. Well, he's a cable repairman, so he can repair these cables underwater. And well, it's like, there's no way. And also it ended up being meaningless. And they didn't even like actually reveal that fact until it was relevant. So Until it, it was relevant, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't even like at the beginning, it's like, oh, I can't. I can't wait to have a vacation from my my cable laying job or whatever. It's like they're just in the moment. They're like, yeah, he he lays cable. He can fix this. And he looks at like looks at it for half a second. He's like, I can't fix this. <laughs> Is it, am, am I wrong in saying too that those cables do carry at least a modicum of an electrical charge? And they just walked into the water with fucking snorkels like he well, was going to be able to go down and fix that. Well, I think with telephone wires, if they're not active, I think that they're not producing electricity i don't know the science behind that but it's just as much science as the shark band thing so yeah well because but that's the thing because the other end of the cable is connected to something (laughs) is connected to something that as of yet they don't know is not working yeah but also those those cables lay really deep and again he walked into the water with a snorkel (laughs) well also like how did the shark get him because those are buried under like the ocean floor right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how did the shark get them? Does, does the shark dig? It also has a shovel attachment to the, the super soaker out on its head. <laughs> yeah, they also uh, did the funny thing of they sort of screwed up in, like, the placement of the cabling on land, and I think that they realized it because they made a, a comment about it having been moved since the last time that they were there <laughs> to visit it, and it's just like, they just forgot where it was. Yeah, they're like, where like, we the scene? <laughs> We're hella smart, and we could just cover that up. And it's like, that's not the issue. But, you know, like, for being terrible, uh, they <laughs> they really didn't have a lot of, you know, uh, significant moments of screwing up the photography um, work. <laughs> I mean, there are enough. Like, there were definitely some overt continuity errors. Like, the ball, when they're doing the ball squat, like, exercise. Oh, that and, was so and- funny. And there's, like, certain angles where... I forget what the characters' names are, but there's the two characters. You know, they have the ball between their backs. Audra. And the squats. Yeah, Audra and whatever. Random guy. Yeah, there's random dude. Random and dude. there's, like, from one angle, yes, there was a ball between their backs. And then from a different angle, you could tell there's nothing between them. <laughs> like, they're just yeah. back to back. And it's... Would you, like... <laughs> lose the one ball like what happened <laughs> that you couldn't pull that off there there's certain things where they're like eh, people won't look too carefully at that and it's like uh well maybe maybe we look more carefully than others but i don't know it's i mean these people these people work so well it, i mean like yeah the the actors are <laughs> some of them are like halfway believable i guess and some are just plain bad like the medic. oh yeah <laughs> yeah I would say that uh, she was by far one of the most successful actresses. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree. Like, even with the, especially, like, with the zombified Audra scene where she's like, I'm going to show them. And, like, she's she's going to act a little, little off kilter, you know? But I feel like, yeah, the, like, anyone who is, like, the supporting cast, like, the, basically, like, the island, like, staff are just so flat. Like, the medic, especially. Like, first of all, it looks like he works at Trader Joe's. Second of all, everything he says, like, I, I'm not believing the words that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> it's just not, like, I can tell that you're acting in a movie right now. <laughs> it has, like, this, like, removed kind of quality to it, so. And it's not like we watch this movie expecting great acting quality. to be on, on uh, yeah. Not, 
do not expect quality on display. <laughs> the medic uh, looked so familiar, though. I I don't know what what I know him from. You've been in the Trader Joe's, Matt. <laughs> so familiar. No, he looks like another actor. No, I'm sticking to this joke. <laughs> I also no, I have not been to Trader Joe's because that's the that's the that's the rich people grocery. It's not the rich people grocery. Forty five dollars for a head of romaine lettuce sack. <laughs> it's no. not forty five. Granted, I don't like go to Trader Joe's like regularly, but if there's like something, I'm just like specific, oh. like a forty-five dollar head of lettuce that you want. Yeah, if there's like, yeah, just if I feel like dropping forty-five dollars on something, I'm like, well, obviously, head of lettuce. What else will I put on my abalone sandwich? Well, see, the the Trader Joe's is like the closest thing to my house, <laughs> so it's like a nice, convenient place to you just need something for your albacore. I don't even know what albacore is. Is that a fish? It's a seafood. Okay. It's just more seafood. Yeah. So it's abalone. It's... Abalone. <laughs> yeah, abalone. <laughs> That's made it's up. A... It's not. It's a. It's a. It's a subspecies of tuna. Like the albacore. Albacore is also is is part of longfin tuna. Yeah. See, so you know more about food. You tell me, I'm shopping at the fancy place, and you know all about this seafood. Actually, abalone. <laughs> abalone might be a snail. No, I don't know. Abalone does sound like it could be a snail. Albacore is tuna. Abalone is, I believe, a snail. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> speaking of seafood. This movie. Seafood. Yeah. This movie. Bodies like, by Reese. God. Bodies by Reese. And Reese, like. I, Speaking of the acting, I thought the guy who's playing Reese is, like, actually the best actor in this. <laughs> yeah. Even though he was, like, very much, like, a stereotype. He's, yeah. You know, he's, like, the shitty boomer employer who, like, doesn't really care about the well-being of his workers. And, you know, he, he literally says, damn millennials, like, complaining about unsafe working conditions. <laughs> and it's just like... Oh, this 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 catastrophe! This toxic shark this is gonna ruin my business. It's gonna ruin me. And it's like that's such a that's such like a boomer line that mm-hmm. you see. Like no no protagonist in any movie ever says this is gonna ruin me. <laughs> like it's always the bad guy that says that. And yeah, you know, he doesn't even know like his employees' names. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, it feels like he might be the how do I say this? The most experienced of the actors. If you know what I mean? The oldest. <laughs> yeah, he's the oldest. <laughs> I mean. I think that's fine to say. I mean, he he's obviously the oldest. Like he's got like the graying hair, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe he didn't start a career, and maybe maybe he's just doing uh, acting for fun. I don't know. <laughs> but I felt like he was actually convincing as like the the idiot fitness retreat runner. Um, that's obviously just a setup for orgies and, and stuff. Guess how many things he's acted in since Toxic Shark? Two. No, higher. Ten. <laughs> higher. What? <laughs> This is 2017. Um, Take 10 and then double it and then add your first number. 22. Yep. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so he's like, how much of that is he's like a working. bit? Like a bit acting. I don't know. I mean, good for him, but. He was in Narcos Mexico, which was a TV show, and he was in The Undercovers and Secret Possession. Yeah, he's probably. Bistro. Okay, so a lot of these I think are um, TV shows. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's probably like a bit actor in a lot of stuff, but that's fine. <laughs> Like, you got to work somehow if you're an actor, and sometimes that pays the bills. But yeah, I mean, that that being said, I think that he played one of, like, the main characters really well in this. Um, At least, I mean, like, I feel like maybe if he was in a different movie, it wouldn't come off so well. But (laughs) considering the context, it was pretty good. You just love when he dies, too, getting, like sniped off the boat by the shark right that was him and then the boat explodes but then audra swims to shore and you're like okay 
<laughs> and then we're supposed to believe that Audra somehow came into contact with the shark. And so she's turning, but it never explains, like, what happened to Audra to cause her to turn. Because the shark didn't bite her. Yeah. It's it's like, what is the shark doing to these people where it's just, like, giving them a small scratch or, like, a abrasion kind of wound? And I don't know if they're implying that it's, like, the arsenic that's, like, burning them or something. If they're even near the shark. But also there's Eden is, like, mm-hmm. trapped, like, right by the shark, too. In that one scene and it's just she seems fine at the end um, i gotta be honest i feel like this entire movie is a commercial for shark bands <laughs> it might be maybe i, I bet i bet that they're like sponsored that that is i can't believe that it's a real thing yeah it sounded like bullshit to me the whole like it it interacts with the what, what is it is the magnets in the shark band interact with the salt water to basically create an emp it's like and that because sounds like of some how james bond sharks shit. are sharks are are so sensitive to electromagnetic changes in the water that it'll scare them away and i was like that sounds like pseudoscience and yeah. then during this i was like that can't be real and i looked up shark bands and it's a real thing and it seemingly has real ass credentials please tell me that shark bands instead of an s at the end it's spelled with a z it's a z yes <laughs> <laughs> course it is oh uh, yeah it's uh, i mean apparently it actually has like some efficacy to it but i don't know but i love that it's i'm just not like, gonna try it out further goes <laughs> along with the magnets what the fuck are those <laughs> in- 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 how do those insane. how do those work i yeah. just it continues the the trend of jesus being crazy that's wild do the shark bands actually look like what they had in the movie no it does not because they it looks like a it looks like a, the bracelet that surfers wear, a bracelet, the, the like strap that sur- surfers wear around their ankles to hold on to their surfboards. It looks more like that. Uh, and I feel like that makes more sense because I feel like, I, I guess it doesn't really matter, but I feel like sharks usually go after the limbs and like it's good to have the either on the arm or the leg. But yeah, it does. I think pseudoscience is the best word for it. It really does seem like pseudoscience, but you know, I, I'm not trying it out. I'm not getting near any sharks, so. Nor am I going surfing. That's the thing about sharks and shark movies. It's like, they really don't go after people that much. They don't like the taste no. of people. They will not just eat a person. They like the taste of seals and other, like, marine life. <laughs> they don't want to eat your nasty human flesh. That's why they usually, you know, you see shark survivors and if you don't see people that are just completely eaten by sharks. It's like, oh, they lost an arm or a leg or like, okay, they got maybe bitten in half, but you know, you get you get the halves of them. You don't get like, oh, it's just, you know, oh, it's only their foot. Cause it, or no, it's the hand of this Damiano, the chef. <laughs> it cracks me up too. His, his hand washes up on shore and it's just his hand. like an eighth Oh yeah, time. because we need to know that the, <laughs> the word chef was still written across his fingers. Right, that's how they wrote. It's his Damiano's arm. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, because he was the chef. It's just... <laughs> and I had it, chef across his knuckles. Yeah, it's it could, fucking stupid. It, they couldn't have had like just a normal tattoo. Like so, some kind of like defining mark that the characters in the in the movie would have recognized, and they could have been like, "Oh, this is Damiano has the same tattoo. Like this is probably his arm." No, they had to have Chef. Well, so remember Zach, we they had to knew. reproduce it on both his arm and on the arm that washed up, and that's a lot of effort. They did Chef anyways. <laughs> they were yeah. doing a tattoo anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, there was just like a whole lot. There was just it is like they gave they like went into detail in all the wrong spots. 
I feel like this is turning into like how I would make a movie 101. If you're making a movie and you feel like you have to explain things to your audience like they're five years old, I don't think that you're necessarily making a good movie. <laughs> You're, you're talking down to your audience, especially when you're making a shark attack movie where your audience is not going to be a bunch of five-year-olds. <laughs> like if you're mm. making some M Mickey Mouse happy time fun club movie for five-year-olds, like sure, fun. Uh, let's, you know, do that. Let's talk <laughs> about things that are more toxic than the shark in this movie. One, masculinity. <laughs> Definitely. Jack uh, is just a walking toxic masculinity machine. Who's, which one's Jack? Jack is the the like muscle guy who wears the women's shirt that's too tight, and then he's he gets stuck, and he's like, "I'm trapped in the rope," but the rope is just kind of casually thought... over his his shoulder. <laughs> that was really funny. I thought his name was Ryan, though. Is it Ryan? I don't know. I think it's, it's Ryan. It is so un... the bodybuilder Jock, who's so obviously like trying. It's like he's queer coded, but also like they're trying to hide. That. No, I don't. I don't think he's <laughs> queer coded. I think that the actor is. <laughs> well, it's like they're like playing with that idea. I don't know. Maybe it's just the actor is gay. I don't know, but it's just it, yeah. It was very in like the just like the portrayal of the men and yeah it was very strange <laughs> the yeah. getting stuck on the rope oh wait no ryan was no wait yeah it is no, ryan. ryan yeah it is ryan okay i i get you can then, see how much i care which is not it, no none, none of the names matter in this it's really easy to forget because he's like the first one that dies this of the main cast of the main cast um, yeah and i just want to talk real fast since we're talking about like things getting eaten how the going back to the chef i was like the chef's gonna be the first one eaten because it's like this this poetic irony <laughs> they think that it would be like so so like highfalutin that the one who prepares the food is the one that ends up being the food and of course yeah the chef is the first one eaten aside from the two people in the beginning that were just used as like the intro bait i think another thing um that is more, more toxic, toxic than the shark is the relationship between eden and the main character sam yeah eden and sam the the two exes and then i guess there was some like subtle well it's, it was not really subtle but some humor involved with the fact that, like they're they just broke up and they like went they both went on this retreat to like distract themselves from their breakup but was it zane was like he's like i found this in this magazine that was like in your apartment and he's like the apartment that eden and, and i shared <laughs> and so like they both came up with this idea to go there and they, they kind of run into each other it's just like this almost like mm -hmm. anti-meat cute kind of thing um yeah but yeah Fucking it's talk about like a totally unbelievable chemistry between the two of them yeah the way that they met the, the way that they met and interacted with each other was not interact like it was like they were exes but they had still maintained like a friendship afterwards like it wasn't believable well it's also like they were acting like bickering children it was so annoying to watch them interact in like the first half of the movie and then you know the survival instincts kick in and the adrenaline starts going and then you know they decide like oh we have to rely on each other and like then by the end they're like we can make this work again and it's just unbelievable it's, yeah toxic i think is a great word for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and it starts with like you know it just the prolonged like fight on the beach when they like first bump into each other and like sam's that's the, like the most toxic thing about them interacting he's like he's so adamant about portraying her as like the the crazy ex-girlfriend you know it's like, like the stereotypical oh she's crazy so we had to break up mm -hmm. and dear listeners yeah. if anyone tries to tell you about their crazy ex-girlfriend or ex-boyfriend 
Um, you're probably talking to the crazy one. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Now, there is a difference, I will say, if people are saying, like, oh, I had an ex and they were this and the Like, if they... That's not always the case, but, like... If they just if say... Somebody if somebody wants to talk that much about their ex, then you don't, you don't want to be around them. Well, also, it's, like, when it's used as the excuse for the breakup. It's, like, yeah. oh, why'd you guys break up? And he, he just goes, ah, she was crazy. And it's, like, that's it? What's, that's what's that mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> she, like was, she was put what, into an asylum? Like, how, how would you describe that? She um, fell into like, a vat of radioactive waste and came out with white paint scars and a yeah. need to kill the Batman. <laughs> she got bit by a toxic shark and talked about how she wanted to be the lead dancer and was, she's regressing. She's yeah. There was like this weird regression thing to like the zombification. <laughs> I yeah, don't know because what that children was all about. definitely want to eat people. I, yeah, it's like, why did they... First of all, they're, like, half-speaking in, like, tongues. So mm -hmm. it seemed almost like a possession thing at first, but then they're, like, also regressing, and it'd be like, oh, like, this, this is something that I remember from our childhood that they're talking about. Like, what, what's that about? And they never actually, like, go into that. It's just kind of a weird detail. I think it's fun to note that the director for this movie only has one directing credit. Is it this? Yeah. <laughs> what, what else do they do? Writing? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. No writing credits. No directing. Like Toxic Who is the Sharp directing? is the only directing. Cole Sharp. Cole Sharp. Yep. That's just <laughs> one letter away from Shark. <laughs> yeah. It, it feels like it could also be like a pseudonym. <laughs> like, that's oh, a that's like a conspiracy oh, theory right there. You'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, I don't, I don't want my. I don't want he's my actually. A, yeah. He's actually a shark man. <laughs> Yeah, well, he wouldn't have portrayed sharks so poorly. That's just two letters away from whole shark. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll stop. That that one was less good. <laughs> yeah, Talk no, about reusing the same joke like they reused the same shot of the shark eight times. I think it was five. I think five was the official count of the overhead shark swimming shot. That last. It's just like, why do we need that? It lasts for literally two seconds like you, you can i need just... to watch it again because i i felt like the overhead to me it felt like they changed the water texture just a little bit <laughs> it's still the same shot and, and i it's, yeah but i want to know it's all just cgi too and it's bad it's bad yeah CGI. and it feels like they used a different shader on the water <laughs> <laughs> that takes like two seconds to do in like photoshop or adobe movie what was the movie one premiere adobe, premiere yeah there that one. Oh, and uh, this was definitely made in Adobe Premiere. I don't know that for sure, but I want to say that the fake smoke uh, I've seen that, that they used. Before. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that fake smoke effect before. The one where the uh, engine blows up on the ship, or it doesn't blow up, it like smokes a little bit first. Mm -hmm. I have seen that effect done in TikTok videos. <laughs> <laughs> also the explosion. When yeah. So this is another thing that's like in just you, it's just like you're incredulous after you watch it. It's a speedboat, <laughs> and it's, you're ta I'm talking about when Audra explodes and uh, what's it? Reese it, it dies, and then the 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 engine of the speedboat is on fire. But then the whole boat explodes like in a huge ball of flames, as if there's like a gas line running through this boat, or like there's like a gas tank in in this boat. <laughs> it's just the engine. <laughs> 
<laughs> it would be a small explosion. Like, sure, you wouldn't want to be on that boat, but it wouldn't be the whole boat exploding like that. I mean, listen, Zach, the boat's not the only thing that was a bomb in this movie. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe it's the arsenic. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's so flammable, and the, the water is basically just pure arsenic. So, And that's how they had to kill the shark? God, know. they fucking used the... They blew up the shark. They blew up the shark. It, it's, it was just... Yeah, they just used the same it's way to Jaws. kill the shark. Yeah, it's, it's Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> it's Jaws, but with a stupid shark design. Yeah. Well, and, you know, terrible pacing, bad writing, <laughs> everything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I feel like this is why we appreciate Jaws for what it is. Because mm-hmm. it's a um, good movie? Because, one, yeah, yes, it's a good movie. And it one, it inspired all these other shark attack movies. But also, it's like... <sighs> It made the whole shark thing, like, actually compelling, whereas this is, yeah. like, sure, a toxic shark, probably scarier than Jaws, but, like, is it really in the way that it's presented? Like, No. No. Because it, it doesn't it, feel real. It doesn't. It just feels completely unrealistic. My favorite kill in this movie was when the shark <laughs> shot onto the land and was able to, with precision... Rip a girl off of a horse yep. <laughs> without touching or moving the horse. And the horse is completely fine. at Like, the horse doesn't even move. The horse is yeah. just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and this also, daily. the fact that they were, like, several many feet onto the land. Yeah. <laughs> and it... Like, the shark pulled, like, a U-turn midair and you know, like, traveled 30 feet. The shark can fly is basically... Essentially, yeah. ...what we can only assume to be true. It's a bad movie, but is it worth a watch, do you think? No. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, just take our word for it. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It's just my honest opinion. I'm never going to watch it again. <laughs> no, I'm absolutely never going to watch this again. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Watch No Evil. This is Matt... And this is Zach. And remember, if you're choosing between two, always go for the bigger boat. Have you ever seen Jaws?